everybody! My name is Kevin Andrew Rivera. Welcome to Real Geek News, talking about Star Wars Celebration. Over here I have my co-host, the freaking commander of the clone army, Raul Ceballos. How are you, Raul? What's up? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm ready to talk about the wars. Heck yeah, the wars. Veteran war flashbacks. Then we have, from the dark side over here, Chad Cook. Chad, how you doing, man? Good, good. Nice to be here. I just want to release the droid cars for you, if I can. Oh, droid Those are nice. Yeah. And, of course, we got our Master Jedi, Ted Evans, right over here. How are you, my guy? What up? Doing good, man. I actually have a lightsaber here I can fire up. Oh. I freaking knew it. Please pull it out when you can. <laughs> that would be awesome. If we can hear some lightsaber sound effects throughout this episode, I think that'd be perfect. Um, but yes, as we said earlier, this is the Star Wars Celebration 2023 coverage. Uh, there is so much Star Wars. Oh, I, I see a, a lightsaber. Let, let's hear it. <laughs> oh, shit, the batteries are dead. Your lightsaber just <laughs> farted. Luke's. And it is. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I just say, if I heard a fart every time a lightsaber ignited, I would probably watch those scenes over Somebody and over Somebody needs again. to make that video. Yeah, that edit will oh happen. Oh, yeah. That would be so awesome. It's like the video. You see the video where the, all the lightsaber fights, but instead of the lightsaber sound, it's Owen Wilson's wow, wow, oh, wow, yeah. wow. Oh, funny. <laughs> Wait, could you ignite that lightsaber one more time for me? That's it's just too yeah, freaking it's not, funny. It's like barely even a sound. It's just... <laughs> Let's hear that again. <laughs> well i guess the force is strong with that lightsaber <laughs> well then gentlemen why don't we jump right on into this whole thing there is so much coverage to discuss um i want to say off the top that it feels like star wars is following like a timeline thing very similar to marvel's phases um, but let's let's dive right into this. This comes to us from Polygon. We got this Star Wars canon timeline revealed at the Star Wars Celebration 2023. Uh, quote here from Polygon says, Kennedy showed an image with the newly expanded timeline on screen, leading from Dawn of the Jedi through the Old Republic, High Republic, Fall of the Jedi, Reign of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, New Republic, Rise of the First Order to the New Jedi Order. Good God. Jeez. There is so much, you guys. Too much. We got a time. That's in everybody's now. Well, Marvel's got a timeline. We we got to put out. Everybody put out your timelines. We got to make a timeline. Or you oh. know, don't tell us that you're making these, so you know <laughs> you don't cancel them the, the week from now or whatever. So. Oh man, I mean that's the thing, right? Like Kathleen Kennedy has kind of just been canceling everything she announces for the yeah. most part. So. It, I, I don't know. I, I feel a little confident in this because hopefully they're already starting to to announce some castings for certain projects. Mm. Um, so specifically some of the movies that they've been announcing today or for this this weekend. Yeah. Um, Ted, what do you think about all this timeline mumbo jumbo stuff? Dude, I'm already burnt out, man. You know, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm like having Marvel fatigue, like, but for Star Wars, oh, no. it'd be Star Wars fatigue. Uh, you know, I've been watching The Mandalorian. I, you know, it's like I've tried to keep up, and I have done my damnedest to like watch the Clone Wars and like every th single thing that's coming out. I went through Boba Fett. That was oh, <laughs> oh and then man, Obi Wan, and now they're Obi Wan season two, and it's Bad Batch season two and three. I'm like, I when who has the time? I mean, and also, you know, if it's gonna if it's gonna be really good, then I'm in. But if it's gonna be kind of like me, like it's 
Commando season three has been a little wonky lately. Yeah. Mm. Especially if you're making it through Clone Wars and Rebels, like the animated stuff, that's pretty dense. Like there's yeah. a lot, yeah. there's a lot there. Like, and a lot of the stuff, you know, like in the new uh, season of Mando, and then they're, you know, we saw a trailer for Ahsoka, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Mm. You know, Filoni is really trying to bring Rebels into live action, which is cool. Right. Yeah. Well, like how many people have watched every single thing like I have because I you know, tortured myself as <laughs> dude I, yeah. I I just started trying to watch season two of Star Wars Rebels because as soon as I saw this Ahsoka trailer which we will discuss later today everybody um I instantly was like oh man those are all the characters from Re okay let me go back yeah. gotta watch this but I still have like 40 or 60 episodes left and There's I'm so like many filler episodes as well so you just uh, through them that's been the hard part is going through all the filler. So I'm, I'm I might just go on one of those websites that tell me how to skip through that. Yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> a bunch of websites dedicated. It was the same with Clone Wars. They just like condense it down. Like these are the episodes you need to see. You know. Yeah. yeah. If you want now, like a truncated version. I I will say though uh, that the I in a way I know I know we're kind of bashing the whole timeline stuff, but at the same time uh, I kind of got a little excited about it just because most of the projects we've been seeing take place between the age of rebellion and the new republic and you know the rise of the first order they've just been stuck in this timeline because they wanted to play it safe and give us the things they thought we wanted which don't doesn't always work out the way it is you know like i've always wanted to see an old republic series or a high republic series i don't think they announced anything with old or high republic but we are going to talk about some dawn of the jedi um, but I mm. want to see some stories that take place in a different timeline. That way I don't have to see Boba Fett anymore. I don't have to see Bosk. I don't have to see any other characters from Star Wars that we've already seen. Because, you know, we don't want to be in this universe. Like, it's a universe. It's a Star Wars yeah. universe where anywhere these characters go, they shouldn't be interacting with all the same characters that we've already seen all the time. Um, true. I want to see something new. If we're going to do something in different timelines, great give us a new story give us some new characters which i think that's exactly what they're going to start doing now and hopefully they're taking more confident choices and chances to make this all work out you know well i think like, <laughs> mandalorian is a great example of that because the first season was like just its own thing and new characters that we don't really know they're sort of loosely connected like baby yoda of course is recognizable but like it wasn't until the end of season two that we start seeing a lot of the same like Skywalker people and it's like oh, okay well this is cool I'm glad to see them but I kind of liked it when it was just its own thing you know standalone Deppie said you know it was cool when Luke Skywalker I mean it was pretty cool of course it was very good sweet yeah I would prefer though if you know even skip the whole uh old Republic stuff like way before the original trilogy because that eventually will lead into you know the skywalker stuff so i'm thinking jump way into the future and i know there's one coming but i mean like not nothing even farther connected. Like 15 years in the future. yeah not i mean like even more than that like, like 300 years. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah because then you could get creative with the technology because we're kind of stuck with the uh the i mean the set series of the skywalker like the tech you mm. see that through mandalorian and uh, nothing gets newer really you know so the only thing the only thing about that is you know that if even if they go a thousand years in the future they're gonna have to have skywalkers because no i the timeline I continues I it, you know? i disagree because they can like it doesn't even have to have jedi it could just be people you know because andor was so good yeah i think that i think they could just uh 
you know, follow a, a separate story. It doesn't even have to be the First Order stormtroopers. It could be just some force, or or uh, if you if you're a reader of the old um, legend books, like the Uzan Vong, like those. That was an interesting yeah. uh, group mm. that they came across. But you know, like that would be cool if we could maybe maybe with the the what is it the the new Jedi Order stuff, which mm. we'll talk about later. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see if maybe the Uzan Vong could make an appearance. Maybe yeah. they'll pull them into canon. But also, really quick, going back to going to this timeline thing, I will say it is kind of it, it 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 makes it easier for me, but at the same time it makes it more complicated because now they've established this timeline. So I can go, okay, this might be okay, this will make it easier to kind of put everything in order. But then I started to think and I was like, wait a minute, where the hell? If we think about everything that's come out, where does everything go? And, and you know, some of it you can more or less guess, but then with all the new stuff that they've been announcing it's just been kind of like a lot of all over the place, right? We're doing something thousands of years in the past. Yeah. We're currently doing Mandalorian stuff. We just had Andor over here. And then we're going to do, you know, stuff in the future. And I'm like, I'm trying to organize all this in my brain. And I feel like I'm getting a lot thrown at me and we're just jumping all over the timeline. So it's, it's a little frustrating, but at the same time, I am glad that they have established this timeline so we can kind of plug things into. Well, Which don't also, forget, oh. it's, it's, it's also just a good thing that we're going to cover all these stories today because uh, I found most information on where on the timeline each, each project's going to go. But even that, it's like there's so many projects to keep track of. So the timeline is going to be full of different things. Right. Chad, sorry, you were going to say something. Oh, no, I was just going to add to what Raul was saying because that's not even counting the comic books and the books. Or novels that get uh, those that are, are not even canon. But that no, canon. but uh, the, the the trilogy <laughs> of books that uh, have Thrawn in them, and then yeah. yes, oh yeah, Thrawn's and Rebels, and it's just like, all right, well, yeah, you know, they're gonna have to abbreviate. They've the cherry picked stuff from the books, like, oh, we like Thrawn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're official now. They're they're Heir never the pulling a, Okay, it's <clears> definitely like a, a very Kevin Feige decision where they they do nitpick what they like yeah. about the comics, you know, or, or what the books, you know. But the, yeah, I, honestly, it, to me, as someone who doesn't doesn't read the novels of Star Wars, I kind of appreciate it because now I don't have to read thirty five hundred books of Star Wars. That's better. What's going on? <laughs> 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 well, hopefully, hopefully the writers that do the screenplays for these new projects do a good job uh, telling the stories of these books. Like there's there's a story of like Darth Vader and Palpatine being stranded on a planet together, yeah. and they have to have like one on one uh, like character study with each other. And I thought like that's a cool idea that I think they should put on the screen and maybe do that like a cool. TV series. Well, that of, is you know? that is one of the official can canonical books actually. That yeah. one that you're talking about. That is, that does, like, they don't need to adapt that. Like, that's already part of the canon. They could just do it in, in, on TV. Do it. Just put it on Disney+. Well, Plus. I'm, I think Take they my should money. just cut out the, like, they keep the animation for TV, but, like, cut out the live-action TV and just make movies because then you could tell tighter stories. You don't have, like, weak episodes mm -hmm. that don't do well, and then you each scene will be that much more important because but in telling... some of those cases like it's it, it works better because you get to flesh things out a little more with tv well that you didn't happen more... for obi-wan you know that <laughs> yeah but with andor you got a pretty good character studies there I, yeah. Yeah. it gives you more real estate to explore stuff like that if you do it well yeah. like some shows don't do it very well like with no. obi-wan 
Well then, gentlemen, why don't we jump into our first project here that got announced. Uh, we got the Ahsoka series trailer coming out here, and uh, we got a quote here from Movie Phone. It says here, Led by Filoni behind the scenes, the series follows the former Jedi Knight Ahsoka Tano as she investigates an emerging threat to a vulnerable galaxy, specifically Grand Admiral Thrawn, a villain created by Timothy Zahn for his novel series. He's already in screen canon thanks to appearances on Filoni's animated series Star Wars Rebels, and will now be live action though his casting was yet to be announced. On day two, we find out that he'll be played by Lars Mikkelsen, who voices him in Star Wars Rebels. Also making the leap from Rebels, since Ahsoka also appeared on that show, are Sabine Wren, Natasha Liu Bordizo will be playing her, Hera Syndulla, Mary Elizabeth Winstead will be playing her, and Cranky Droid Chopper with The Promise of Others. Ahsoka will launch on Disney Plus this August, and it's also a little thing to add here is that David Tennant will also be returning as a live-action Hu Yang in the series. Hu Yang. I gotta finish Rebels already so I can know what the heck all this means, but... <laughs> well, he does, Hu Yang is, well, is briefly in the Clone Wars, just a little bit. Not as oh, much as, okay. as he is in Rebels. But. I will say, um, the... the fact that they call her Jedi Knight, I was like, should I be nerdy here? Is she a Jedi Knight? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good point. point. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. The self-appointed Jedi Knight. Although I think if you ask Ahsoka, or, yeah, gray, gray Jedi. If you ask Ahsoka, she probably wouldn't tell you she's a Jedi, right? I mean, I mean, she said it on on Rebels. I am no Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So movie yeah, phone is wrong. So what are you? Call them. Yeah, movie phone. What the heck, guys? Come on. <laughs> Use your sources. You're embarrassing me. Come on. But also, I want to point out. Uh, yeah. Harrison Dula's character, or actress, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, she's, yeah. she's the girlfriend from Scott Pilgrim. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's her, she's what's a, the she's character's a, name? Oh. Ramona? Her, her, Ramona. She plays Ramona. Ramona. Flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I didn't know that she is married to Ewan McGregor. Yeah, you what? didn't know that? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He left his wife for her. Yeah. The big and choice. Good and choice I, and, for him. So I mean. now Ewan McGregor, his, his wife, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and his daughter who plays like a junkie in the Obi-Wan series are all huh. in Star Wars. That's kind of cool, man. But yeah, the I, I think Mary is a great choice for that character. Oh yeah. Um it, it should be fun to see how she plays it. And the uh the fact that they got the voice actor for Thrawn to play Thrawn in the show really is great. But is he related to Mad Mickelson? Yes, are he they related? is. They are brothers. Okay. And really? Yes, it is. Uh, he's related to Mads Mikkelsen. They're brothers. Oh. And what's great about doing this is like, Lars Mikkelsen is already a good on-screen actor already. I mean, in his own right. And he actually was. Uh, if you guys watched House of Cards, he was uh, for several seasons. He played like the Russian president, and I can't remember. Oh, yeah. But he was the Russian yeah. president who was giving you know Frank a hard time and all that stuff. But he was great in that show. And then they, you know, had him voice Thrawn on Rebels. Nice. And so it just made sense. Like, for a while, everybody's like, well, Thrawn's going to be live action. Who's going to play him? Who's going to play him? And it just makes sense. Well, let's just get the guy who did the voice. You know, it'll be consistent vocally. And he's also a good on-camera actor, too. So Well, it was funny. People were speculating his brother to be Thrawn Madden Mickelson. Well, that's like, it, but he's already, he's already in Rogue One. He's yeah. Galen Ursa. No, I know that that's fine. But I mean, can you yeah. imagine, can you imagine your brother being like, sorry, bro, I'm taking your job <laughs> in live action. <laughs> what a terrible move that would be. Total jerk move, man. Already in Star Wars. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what do you guys think of a uh, Natasha Liu Bordizo as Sabine Wren? Um, 
Haven't seen enough of her yet. Yeah, that the same. That's I'm funny. on the same boat. Yeah. yeah what is she? It. What has she appeared in? What has she been in? That's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> I've well, never heard of her before. Maybe that's a good thing because sometimes yeah. when you don't know the actor, they surprise you and they give a great performance because you're not expecting something they've been in previously to like deliver the same performance. You know, so it's yeah. like. Right. It's interesting that they, they pick a couple of actors who are voice actors to be the, the live action characters. Yeah. For others, they're like, no, nah, no, nah, let's use somebody else. Like, to me, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, like, as soon as I heard she was Hera, I was like, oh, heck yeah, that, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'll be perfect. But then I saw Natasha's name come up and I was like, mm, she'll be great. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be really fun. But uh, are you guys looking forward to this show as like a, a samurai thing? Or what are you, ex what are you expecting out of Ahsoka? Um, I mean, I don't know if she's just like chasing Thrawn in it or or what exactly. I don't really get a samurai vibe from it, from the trailer at least. There's Maybe, a lot of lightsabers though, for sure. I mean, yeah, but that doesn't automatically mean oh, this is a samurai story, you know? Very true. It, it's just like okay, people do have light swords and they're gonna be clashing here and there. But I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's like it seems like she'll reunite with the gang from Rebels. And then they're going up against Thrawn. Who knows? We may run into uh, Ezra. And then also... Um, well, I think who... that's what her... I think she's trying... To, I'm guessing she's probably trying to find Thrawn so she can find Ezra. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's what, I... uh, what about Freddie Prince Jr.'s character? The, that He was a yeah. Jedi, too. He was? Uh, not, well, spoiler alert. Yeah, spo uh, spoiler alert oh, no. for Rebels. Oh. You're going to spoil... Oh, let me take off my headset <laughs> for a quick second. Go ahead. <laughs> if he if he shows up, oh he up, got he got murked. He, he, oh yeah, he, he got he murked. Yeah, he's dead. If, oh, okay. if he shows up, he might be up. Oh, Kevin, all right. Force no spoilers here, yeah, right? Very right. good. No yeah, but it'll be great when you listen back to this and you find. <laughs> I know. For you. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to edit. <laughs> edit very carefully. Thank careful. you. Or Dang. just shut my ears as tight as I can when I'm listening. Yeah. Just watch the season three finale and you'll you'll know what's up. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's so far away. It's like 40 episodes for me. I know. Dang it. <laughs> it took me months. Now, yeah. also, <laughs> another thing I wanted to point out was the lightsabers from, from the, I, I think they're uh, Inquisitors, right, in this show. They they don't look like they're red. They kind of look, they have like a tint of orange in them. I don't know if you guys noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. One of them, one of them has orange. Someone stated that, and I think they were alluding that that character was like of something of Jedi lore. I don't remember what it is per se, but like, uh, I was like, oh, okay. But I, I, I do like the actor they got, uh, Ray. Ray Stevenson. Stevenson, yes, he, he looks great. really good. He's he's pulling off that white beard and white hair yeah. really nicely. It looks cool. Yeah, he's uh yeah, and I think the the girl who has the orange lightsaber, I think she she's his like apprentice, I guess. That seems like yeah the case. Yeah, I so. mean you got you got to have like a Sith type in his their apprentice. Well, I mean, uh, are they sisters? Ahsoka. We don't know. I mean, they're they're probably ooh, still what? sisters around or something like that. Maybe not the guy with the beard, though. <laughs> no, no, no. He seemed like... <laughs> my sister! My sister! <laughs> They're just well, no, there were guy sisters, that, or were they called brothers? I don't know. They're I called know. brothers. brothers. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. My bad. You fool! Like third, 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 anybody third could be brother, a sister or a brother. <laughs> third brother, fifth sister, yeah, that kind of thing. 
Man, how many brothers and sisters you need before they all die? <laughs> okay, well, listen, that's basically all, all that we got from the Ahsoka trailer here. Although, that was a lot of information that we received uh, yeah, from them. I'll, I'll just end with, I think it, it looks really good. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, no, I'm it glad they promising. brought everybody from, almost everybody from Rebels back. Well, we've seen we've seen Zeb now in, in Mandalorian yep. now. So yep. they pretty much got almost everybody transferred over to live action. But everybody looks great. Uh, it looks, looks like it could be fun. I don't know. We'll see. And also, I, I can't help but feel that Ahsoka, the series, is going to end in, like, a cliffhanger just because we know that they're going to do, like, a big Mandalorian Ahsoka movie kind of thing, mm -hmm. which we'll talk about later today. Um, but next up here, we got a Skeleton Crew series was, uh, I think we, they saw a trailer or something. This comes to us from Movie Phone. It better be all true, Movie Phone. Hold on, let me see what it says. It says, where are you out... getting these sources from? Movie <laughs> Phone! No, I didn't even know Movie Phone <laughs> was still around. Why Movie Phone? Oh, any... Movie Phone! Are there any other sources? <laughs> there goes... any other sources you could have found? Listen, this gave us some good stuff, all right? Listen, just listen to this. All we right. got Further Out is Skeleton Crew, which was created and is run by recent Spider-Man trilogy filmmaker John Watts alongside Spider-Man Homecoming collaborator Christopher Ford. The pair have come up with a series set around the same time as The Mandalorian, which follows the journey of four kids who make a mysterious discovery on their seemingly safe home planet, then get lost in a strange and dangerous galaxy. Finding their way home and meeting unlikely allies and enemies will be a greater adventure than they ever imagined. Jude Law stars alongside younger actors Ravi Cabot Conyers, man that is a fun name, Kiriana Clatter and Robert Timothy Smith and Ryan Kira Armstrong. There's no word yet on uh, when the show will land on Disney+. Plus. IGN sources posted an image inside Star Wars Celebration showing all the directors involved for each episode. Directors include John Watts, David Lowry, the Daniel Brothers, Jake Schreier, Bryce Dallas Howard, and uh, Lee Isaac Chung. Now, the Daniel Brothers, that's, those are the guys who made uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, isn't it? That is yep. correct. Yep. 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 They just won the Oscar. What a complete Oscar win, winners, man. the Daniel Brothers. Uh, Ted, what do you, how do you feel about all this? I think, uh, you know, like we were saying before, uh, anything that's not attached directly to other Star Wars properties is like, yeah, let's let's get something new in here. Mm. So I'm excited. Dude, Jude Law is just working too, man. That guy's getting yeah. everything. I love Jude Law. He's great. Yeah. The uh, Although I will say this, I hope it's, I hope the kids are Goonies age. Yeah. I, yeah, I because think so. Anything older than that, I don't. I don't care about teenagers. I'm gonna get annoyed with their angsty, like, <laughs> oh man, my lightsaber doesn't work. Oh, you know, it's something <laughs> stupid, dumb like that. We gotta but, listen to this old man. Come on. But if it's like little kids running a ship, that'd be cool. That'd be fun to see. Like, well, last year I remember. Like stand by me, but in space. <laughs> well, I was well last year. I remember when they announced this project for the first time. They basically kind of described it as like. It's got getting having the vibe of like Amblin, like early Spielberg, and I think okay. they specifically mentioned Goonies, like Goonies in the Star Wars universe, which oh, all right. I well, really then. latched onto that. I thought that was a pretty it's different. It's new. So I'm still excited about this because again, yeah, I like the uniqueness of it being something akin to early Spielberg, Amblin, all that kind of stuff in Star Wars. Will we uh, get another E.T. cameo? From, yes. from the prequels to oh, should yeah. <laughs> like in, in this yeah the all the ets in the senate chamber yeah <laughs> yeah there you go there's your crossover right there oh, yeah. we gotta do we that with like steven another. spielberg dressed up as another alien next to it i think yeah guys this is <laughs> <Bruce>. <laughs> it's just steven the lisp <laughs> what's up guys 
<laughs> I'm Steven. <laughs> Little known fact, he's related to Ben Mendelsohn. You guys didn't realize? Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> is my ben friend Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. Although, so they got, so the, the audience there got a trailer, right? So they showed them a trailer? Uh, yes, the, the yeah. audience got a trailer, but we did not, sadly. Yeah. Oh, I want to see on. one so badly. Oh. I mean, they'll, they'll, they usually release it like two to three months after the thing anyway. Three uh, months? It's going to take so forever. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that, Chad? They got to they gotta change stuff if the crowd didn't act the way they wanted. You know, They're like, oh, they didn't really. They, they want a Queen song in the trailer. Let's put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also interesting to note uh, that this this project takes place in the Mandalorian timeline. So again, when we go back to our chart of timeline stuff, you know, it, it goes after the the New Rebellion begins. This this era, this Mandalorian, I'm just gonna call it the Mandalorian era, getting pretty full, getting yeah. pretty yeah. full. Like it's 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 just like everything's stacked on top of each other and. Yeah, I'm, well, we'll also see fact, everything's starting to get more spread out now with the, the other projects they've said, but it's like this one is yet another thing in the Mandalorian timeline. It's just, I, I just noticed it a lot this time, seeing seeing them announce that, and I'm like, man, this is so stacked, this era. Yeah. But uh, off of that, uh, what's going to be more, uh, I, I don't know if it would be more confusing or not, but I kept hearing uh, in the news... Uh, the Mandalorian is like gonna be more of an anthology of Mandalorians, like so it won't follow Din, Dijin uh, that long. It'll like yeah. jump to maybe Bo-Katan or oh. somebody else in the mm. clan. And I was like, that's interesting. Like, so I'm not just seeing baby uh, Grogu all the time and and stuff because it's like I, I I he's cute, but it's like <laughs> let's move let's move the story. Let's go. That's, well, that's what's been interesting. Like, the, my complaints about the season so far, like season three of Mando, is that it's not about him and they keep shifting right. to other people or setting up other storylines. It's like, and same with Boba Fett. It was like, is this the book of Boba Fett or is this the book of setting up other shit? You know, it's like, yeah. let's focus on them. And then I like the idea of it being an anthology series, yeah. but like, as of right now, it's just been. Him and Baby Yoda, because I guess the merchandise, but like, oh, yeah. they really shot themselves in the foot this season by, you know, having the res the resolution of them being separate in Boba Fett. You know, it's like, you could have, I don't know. Yeah, and that's one of the, I, st I still haven't seen season three, but that is one of the criticisms, criticisms I've been hearing is that it's just, the focus is kind of shifting to a different area and it's yeah. just kind of, it's jarring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Din jarring? It's oh, Din Djarin. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll see myself back. There we go. <laughs> um, I lost that my train of thought. I was going to say something. <laughs> skeleton crew. We're talking about skeleton crew. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I guess we have I, nothing else to say because we well, just diverted to a Mandalorian conversation. Well, let me let me just go back to Mandalorian one more time, and then I'll say something about skeleton crew. Okay. <laughs> I think I think the, the problem with Mandalorian Season 3 is that they advertised it as this thing about him, uh, Din Djarin, trying to find the waters of, the, of Mandalore. And... I mean, everything that the, the the trailer set up happens in two episodes. And now yeah. we have four or five other episodes now that we have to be like, okay, now what happens? Yeah. So that's currently been the problem with it, in my opinion. But now mm -hmm. going back to Skeleton Crew, um, I hope this show is good because 
I don't know. It, it's it's always hard to see a, a Disney show hype us up with all this Star Wars stuff, and then we watch it all the way through, and we're all disappointed. So, you know, it's it's been happening a lot with the Obi-Wan series. It's happened with the Boba Fett series. Those are two characters that should have been, like, rocking it these in these seasons, you know? Yeah. And instead, we got something that we didn't expect to want or to see and not want. Y you guys know what I'm saying. Something um, we didn't like. We got something for the most part. Right. I think it's going back to, to what one of you guys said earlier today was uh, the fact that they're new characters. We don't know any of these guys. They're hopefully going to interact with characters we don't know. They're in planets we don't know about. It'll be a fun Star Wars universe story, hopefully like the Goonies. That would be really yeah. cool. They better not find a book that says, long ago there was a guy named Luke Skywalker. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Luke Skywalker? Get out of here. <laughs> All right, well then let's we talk about We gotta find the... one-eyed Luke's treasure. <laughs> the one-eyed Luke's treasure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against that. I'm not against that. <laughs> well, let's jump on to the, the Acolyte Project. Uh, this this article, this is also movie phone, but it's also Polygon. Don't worry, there's more info. I wanted to try to get as much information about this project as possible just because... Every time I hear about the Acolyte, I don't know anything other than, oh, it's going to be a, a, a Sith type of show. Okay, that's that's all I get. All right. So here are some articles I picked up that could give us a little bit more detail. Uh, this comes to us from the movie phone. The Acolyte promises to take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. High Republic era. Okay, so that's our timeline for that, this project. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but discovers the forces they, they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. The show stars Amandla... Amandla? That's a great first name. The show stars Amandla Stenberg, Lee Jung-jae, Manny Jacinto, Daphne Keene, Charlie Barnett, Jody Turner-Smith, Rebecca Henderson, Dean Charles Chapman, Carrie Ann Moss, Margarita Laviva, that's that, they made that name up, and Star Wars Wookiee veteran Junus Suatamo, who plays another Wookiee, a Jedi named Kelnica. All right. Great cold read. Great Thank cold you. Read. <laughs> well let's just let's all agree that nobody knows what any of those names are, like who those people are, because clearly these are all new actors that they've brought into this, yeah. this project. Carrie Ann Moss. Oh, uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Daphne Keene. Daphne oh, yeah, Keene. Margarita uh, Leviva. Come on. That's not, no, that's but not Daphne, a real name. Daphne Keene was in Logan. Daphne Keene was in Logan. She's Wait, a little the little girl. Oh, my Guy God. Squid what? Game. Yeah. Squid and, game. Then there's, oh. and then Lee Jung Jae is from Squid Game. <gasps> Okay, all right, well, let, me, let me continue on with these articles then. Now you've got me, now I'm hyped again, I'm hyped again. This comes to us from Polygon. The High Republic is Star Wars' newest time period, and up until now, we've only really gotten to explore it through books. Thankfully, the first look at Star Wars The Acolyte, a crime series set towards the end of the Republic's brightest days during Star Wars Celebration 2023, is here to fix that. This first look also revealed that The Acolyte is set for release in 2024 and will stream on Disney+. Creator Leslie Headland, and uh, the director of Russian Doll, and the series cast introduced some footage from the show for the con uh, the convention audience, which foregrounded the lots of Jedi uh, that Headland said was the one of the most attractive features of the High Republic era for her as a creator. The footage also emphasized the Acolyte's wuxia-style martial arts combat, reminiscent of films like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. One crowd-pleasing shot had seven Jedi, led by Lee Jung-jae's character, unsheathing their lightsabers in unison. Headland said that in designing the show, she had gone back to George Lucas's original inspirations for Star Wars, including Akira Kurosawa's The Hidden Fortress and Yojimbo, but also 
classic Shaw Brothers kung fu movies like Come Drink With Me and Touch of Zen. I mean, come on. That sounds so cool. I like that. I like that. I like like that they went... I like that they went to not that not that everybody who does a Star Wars project needs to do exactly what George Lucas did for the original trilogy, but I do like that they kind of they they did go back and look through those kind of inspirations that inspired George and the Kurosawa stuff. Like that's that, I don't know. I that gets me excited. Dude, if if the Ahsoka series is a samurai show, this show's going to blow it out of the water. So I don't know why they're doing an Ahsoka series now well, if that's the case. The the fact that they're calling it a crime series show yeah, that's confuses cool. that's me. Really cool though. Well, no, because if if they're doing it like it's either going to be a samurai type of uh, show or it's going to be a crime like crime series in my head is like, oh these these crooks are do- scheming some plot of some kind like true like, detective but in we're the following yeah. them instead of the heroes. It's so going to be like, both, Chad, and it's going to be something new that you've never be so seen before. And you're I mean, that's eat a, your words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a cool combination, though. I mean, who wouldn't want to see, like, True Detective but with samurai swords? I mean, that would that be cool. cool. But, yeah. yeah. No, I'd, I'm just going to stay skeptical with it because, <laughs> sure. I mean, you know. We know makes sense, nothing makes more sense. about it. It's yeah. I will say this. I do want to watch The Hidden Fortress now because I haven't seen that Kurosawa film yet. But I have um, seen well, you, Yojimbo. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, Yojimbo. The full series? Uh, yeah, I've seen Yojimbo. I've seen The Seven Samurai. I've seen... Uh... Well, no, there's more than, more than one, uh, I think, Yojimbo movie. So, with, with Anything with Mifune, I, I've seen for the most part. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't seen The Hidden Fortress, and it does sound really cool. But just the idea of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, you guys remember that movie? They were, like, oh, yeah. flying <laughs> off in trees and punching each other up in the oh, air yeah. like Super Saiyans. Like, that's... That sounds incredible. If you're gonna do like a Kingdom Hearts fighting style with Although, lightsaber, uh, come on. Part of me, part of me is like, well, that would, uh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know how that would look with lightsabers though. That's because yeah. if Did they're you... like, fl- if they're just floating off the ground, you know, like walking <laughs> over water. I mean, I don't know. That's just. Did you ever see? Fit. Did you ever see Knights of the Old Republic cutscenes? Uh, yeah, an old PC game, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. every time they do cutscenes in that show or in that game, it it literally looks like what they're describing here. So, I'm I'd have to disagree. The the fighting in Crouching Tiger and Dragon, at least in the fantastical parts of like walking across the treetops, like that's what I think of, 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 um, Crouching Tiger and Dragon. But if like the dojo scene, like that's different, that's like a more fight that i can see them doing with the lightsabers it, it all comes down to execution right yeah i mean, I mean these yeah. concepts you can think of them and on paper maybe they don't seem like they would fit but it you know hopefully the directors the showrunners are able to bring that into fruition and execute it in a way where it, where it just yeah. works so yeah i think before this past weekend i'd had no cares for the acolyte i i, I thought it was interesting the idea of a dark side kind of story but now that I know this is what we're getting, now I'm like, that's at the well, top of say, my list. They, they for a while, they kept saying Sith focus, but from what I'm hearing, it's about a bunch of Jedi. Yeah, that's what I'm gathering. See a bunch of Jedi so investigating bad. some some menacing thing, you know what I mean? But it just, from what I was thinking was that it's going to be, we're going to focus on Sith characters from their point of view. But now with this new information, it sounds like we're... Hmm. Focusing on it's a they're the we're focusing on the Jedi. Yeah, it, it could be that the focus is on the Sith characters, like they're the main characters, but like the Jedi are like the police 
in this investigation crime scene mm. that are trying to catch the culprit, which is our main character. You know, it could be something like that. The Jedi are all Tommy Lee Jones. And They're Sith. all Tommy Lee Jones and Willem Dafoe. Harrison Foe. Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Foe. I didn't kill my wife. I didn't kill who's my this, wife. Uh, who's this Jedi coming after me, okay? I want a bed. I want his whole Jedi order dead. <laughs> oh, then, yeah. We'll have bring in De Niro as the... <laughs> if De Niro... If De Niro came up as a Star Wars villain, as a Sith Lord, I would just cry. That would be hilarious. A little bit of power. A little bit. <laughs> you talking to me? You talking to me? Hold on. He just starts using just the force. Shoots lightning. You know, join the dark side. Join the dark side. It's I'm better. Just, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying it's better. All right? Oh, man. You want to strike like... me down? How about I strike you down, huh? You want to strike uh, me down? Dead. Just everyone dies. Robert De Niro's the villain. You're all dead. I want them all dead in the family. Although, did you see the the fight scenes in the, the his latest one? What was it The Irishman? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Where the guy really had to do the work of throwing himself around because he was <laughs> a little too old to yep. be that off. But Makes he looks so young. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> do you think Robert De Niro would be would ever play a Sith Lord? Be honest. Probably not. No. I think there's more of a chance, like, Al Pacino could, if, if, you know, but I doubt it, though. I highly doubt that. I He'd just see, be sitting uh, in a chair, just going, ah, 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 there's, well, I don't know. Robert Jedi, Niro, get it Robert, my, Robert De Niro was, <laughs> Robert De Niro was in that god-awful Rocky and Bullwinkle movie in, in 2000, so oh, yeah. who knows nowadays? I don't well, I Depends on if he wants to fundraise money for his like organizations. You know? Chad, what, what would a what would a Christopher Walken Sith Lord sound like? A Sith Lord. Uh, <laughs> I need to get these Jedi. Lots of times they're running around, <laughs> waving their swords, but I got some for them. It's a neutron bomb that I made. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was beautiful. That was, bomb. that was beautiful, Chad. Thank, Thank you for you. that. In the Star Thank Wars you. universe. Improv. There you go. <laughs> Improv. Yes. <laughs> well, then I think those are actually all the shows that were announced uh, over yeah. the weekend. There are some other ones. We will we'll do some last minute ones at the end of this episode. But we got to get to some bigger stuff here, which are the three main Star Wars movies that we got to discuss. Wolf. First one. Wolf indeed, my friend. <laughs> First Gosh. one being the Daisy Ridley returning mm. for her new Ray Skywalker film. Go on, Chad. Tell me how you really feel, Chad. Uh, well, I'm... It, they're backtracking on how the the last one ended, where she buried the language. lightsaber. Sorry, my language. Sorry, bleep, bleep it out. Um, uh, we were so close. Sorry. So close. <laughs> well, but, before uh, you keep I going, Chad. I love the passion. Before yep. you could go on, Chad, let's read this article from Polygon, okay. not from Movie Phone today. <laughs> Daisy Ridley will reprise her role as Rey Skywalker in a new Star Wars movie set 15 years after the event of Lucasfilm's sequel trilogy. The new post-episode uh, 9 Star Wars movie will be set in an unexplored era called the New Jedi Order, and Rey will be tasked with rebuilding the all-but-extinct Jedi. Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy revealed that the new Star Wars movie, one of the three newly announced theatrical Star Wars projects at Star Wars Celebration 2023 in London on Friday. Uh, director Charmin Obeid Chinoy, the director for Miss Marvel, 
is helming the sequel to Rise of Skywalker based on a script from Stephen Knight, the guy who writes Peaky Blinders. Uh, Obeyed Chinoy was uh, previously attached to direct a script, a, a script from screenwriters Damon Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson, but those two left the project earlier this year. Hmm. Details on Star Wars' first New Jedi Order era movie are scrant, but Rey is set to establish a new Jedi Academy and train a group of fresh recruits in the film. Lucasfilm did not announce a new a release date or any additional casting beyond Ridley. All right, Chad, go on. What, what else right. do you want to let us know? Well, I, I, it's just like she buried the lightsaber and seemed like she was walking away from the Force, so it's like, what, is she going to come back and dig it up and be like, hey, you know... I got I feel like starting it up again. And I guarantee like one of the first scenes is like who are you? And she'll turn to the camera and just go Ray Ray Skywalker and I'll just <laughs> Ray Palp Skywalker. <laughs> Ray Palp Ray Palp yeah. God damn it. <laughs> That's probably what's going to happen. Sorry, I'm just getting used to my my new last name. Uh yeah, Skywalker. <laughs> Pal Walker. Crap. No, um oh, shit. Uh <laughs> Okay, this is ep this is episode ten. Give me, give me, give me. Is a break. it though? This is episode ten. They don't want to call it episode ten. I just, sorry, I'm sorry, Chad. Was I? I, I didn't mean to. Oh no, no, no. Go, go, go. Yeah, no. This is. I thought we were trying to get away from this stuff. I yeah. thought this is. I thought we're expanding different places and different areas, and suddenly we're finding out we're gonna follow Ray. And let me just say really quick. The the sequel trilogy has had its very fair share of issues. Daisy Ridley was not one of them for me. I I, I thought she was charming. Her. Oh, I yeah. like her too. Yeah. I I had no problems with her. I had problems with other things in the in, in the. It was all the writing that. It was the writing supported mm -hmm. her. Yeah. I, yeah. I really in in general the cast, all the acting, everybody. I mean, I had no problem with any of them. It was like you said, Ted. All the writing and the back and forth, and nobody really having a plan for yep. the overall trilogy. But Daisy Ridley was definitely not one of the issues for me. I thought she was a great standout. Agreed. Um, so I'm happy to see that, 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 you know, that she's coming back as Ray, but at the same time, I thought we were trying to get away from this and you know, everybody's like, well, this is the end. This is the end of the Skywalker saga. Right. And in a yeah. way that's true, but this is basically a sequel to that. Ray ended the, the, you know, the rise of Skywalker. We ended with Ray and now we're going to pick up her story again. So even though we're not, in the Skywalker saga anymore, although she still calls herself, she calls herself Skywalker now. So technically, I guess we are, <laughs> but we're still picking up her story. This is a sequel to Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Thus, I mean, it's an episode 10, but they don't want to call it an episode 10. Ted, what do you think, my guy? <sighs> you know, when I was a kid, it was like they just had the three in, on VHS. That was all you could watch. Simpler times, simpler times. The prequels and everyone was like, yeah. And then it was like, oh, what the hell was that? And then we hated <laughs> prequels. And then, you know, the Clone Wars series came out in this interim where we had nothing on the horizon. Right. And Clone Wars kind of lifted it up. And I feel like the like I, I look back at the prequels now with a lot less disdain than I used to. Same. Same. I think there's there, like, and there are characters within that it's proved proven by Filoni that if you have a good story to tell, there's a, there's something to see there. Um, the new trilogy, I don't feel that way. And I don't know if in 10 years, my opinion will change, but, uh, I think like just based on the Mandalorian season three, it seems like they're like, Hey, Filoni, can you do what you did? for the prequel trilogy for the new one like mm. they're they're trying to already tap into like 
making the cloning thing with Snoke work work out and like oh Palpatine really was behind it the whole time <laughs> it just seemed out of nowhere and like somehow just pulled it out of his ass you know it's just <laughs> like... so I, I I don't know I, it's I hope that they I, I would love to see that happen but right now the sequel trilogy is just I, I, I would love to just move on and focus on something else and not touch it because it just yeah, seems like I, a, I, a casualty of bad writing I'd yeah. say that I, I came from the generation that started with episodes one, two, and three, and uh, and I'm sorry, I, and <laughs> I don't like sand. Um, <laughs> well, listen, like I I don't. The, the, it's weird. Weird enough, I don't like sand, but I did like the trilogy of the prequel series, uh, the prequel trilogy. Um, I enjoyed it, and I I grew up loving it. And when I got to like maybe middle school or high school, and I started hearing older kids saying, "Oh man, these movies suck." I remember thinking, what? Is that how everybody feels about this stuff? <laughs> so it only goes to show that maybe the younger generation of kids that grew up watching this new trilogy love Rey Skywalker and they love the idea of her. And now that we're hearing a new movie for this character, those kids who are have, are probably like preteens now are like, oh my God, Rey's coming back. Yes, let's go. <laughs> and it's then also, they will be disappointed by yeah. the movies. They'll be disappointed by the next trilogy <laughs> and then the cycle will continue. It's, it's almost a rite. I remember. It's almost a rite of passage, isn't it? Like each it, it generation that gets into Star Wars at one point has that period where they're sorely disappointed by something, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a hey, rite of passage. Look at look at you and McGregor. You and McGregor was so depressed after he did Episode One, Two, and Three because he thought everybody hated him and the whole prequel trilogy. And now that he he's went on and did uh, the Obi Wan series, he's going up on in interviews telling people how much how surprised he is that all the fans that grew up watching his his movie adore him and his prequel trilogy so yeah. you know I'm sure uh, Daisy Ridley's gonna say get the same amount of love from those fans as well she's getting it from me because again as we all just mentioned we love Daisy Ridley like we don't we don't hate the actress we don't hate the character no. itself we hate the writing that yeah. made these characters the way they were by the end of these of this trilogy however I love the idea that Stephen Knight is gonna be writing this because I don't know if you guys have seen Peaky Blinders that show is incredible. It's like succession level great. Um, so I'm Pretty good things. To me, if you give me Ray Skywalker again, sure, maybe our first initial reaction is gonna be, ugh. but then we see Peaky Blinders, and if they write this character really well, thanks to this Stephen Knight person, uh, I think we have something really good to look forward to, and I think this is more of an exciting thing to me now than it is a oh here we go again kind of attitude. Um, I just want Ryan Johnson to stay away from it. That's all I want. JJ, JJ, get out of here. Get rid of JJ, get rid of Ryan Johnson. They've done their time. They're done. Move on. You know. I did hear a rumor of possibly the school she starts. They're gonna have a teenage Grogu being training with her. And I was part of me. I was like, I don't want to see that. But also, if they were if they were flipping it around. And then Grogu turns evil and kills Rey. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a twist. That's a twist. Well, oh, I, that's what I was alluding to when you mentioned Yuzhan Vong. I was yeah. alluding to maybe, hopefully, maybe we'll start cherry picking some legend stuff for I mean, this yeah. new Jedi Order. All, instead of, although instead of it's being instead of Luke, it's Rey forming the new Jedi Order, and we could yeah. very well see a Yuzhan Vong possibly farther down the lines. That would be cool. That way we could get to a new threat rather than just the yeah. empire in different forms coming back. Yeah. No, definitely. Mm. I but will, yeah, I, no, I've, 
I I I think she's a great actress, and I I hope these movies do well for her. So, so I, I guess Grogu I, would be like eighty five or something like that, right? Because it more doesn't doesn't more uh doesn't the beginning of Episode Seven take place like thirty years after, or is it forty years after uh, the events of Episode Six? Uh, I want to say, say forty, possibly. Thir- I was gonna say thirty. 30 so i'm just trying to do the math here because grogu is 50 in episode 6 basically in that timeline so 30 years later now he's 80 then 15 years more after the events of the new trilogy i mean he'd be older than her really so he'd be 95 years old in and if he still doesn't talk i'm gonna be mad i was like (laughs) yeah when does this race start speaking My God. Well, but also we don't know if he's going to stay as a Mandalorian. So that that's another thing. You know, he, he might be a little Grogu baby Mando type, you know, and have his armor all set. I have a question that I want to pose to the group here because I've been hearing speculation about certain things of the behind the scenes of this movie, because this this announcement kind of caught a lot of people off guard. It came out of the blue like, oh, Ray Skywalker coming back, Ray coming back. And a lot of people speculating about, well, why, why did did <laughs> it's, it's, Ted, at... Ted is uh, showing us a picture of baby Grogu with his Mando armor and he looks pretty <laughs> dapper, pretty dang dapper. Oh, Everybody should Google funny. it. That's a, no, that's, that's somebody Photoshopped that, right? Yeah. There's probably AI. Yeah. Probably some kind <laughs> yeah. of AI. Um, so uh, the question being, why do we think Damon Lindelof maybe left the project? And wondering, I, I, hmm. is it possible maybe this movie started as one thing and maybe not involving Ray? And then maybe, and I'm just, this is part of the speculation that I've heard that got me thinking. So I don't, hmm. this isn't anything solid. You want to know The speculation something? is that what if this started out as being something that wasn't involved with, without Ray being involved? And then someone stepped in and said, well, let's make it Ray. And then maybe Damon Lindelof was like, well, that's not the story I wanted to make. So yeah. if you're going to have, yeah. well, make it Ray anyway. Well, then I'm leaving. Uh, uh, thoughts? I don't no, know. I think we're making assumptions in our heads of it's what not, it I'm, could I'm be. I'm speculating. It's yeah, because it's complete speculation. But Speculation here, that here, I've heard from other people. Here's my speculation <laughs> is that once Bob Chapek left and Bob Iger came in to take over Disney, maybe new ideas came to hand and maybe yeah. that's what they decided on. Um, cause again, we, we can't know for sure. Uh, sure. but we do know that Kathleen Kennedy is a hundred percent known for firing writers and directors like a bunch before a project is ready to go. I hope this is the last time we get to see that. But, uh, this was something that I, I don't think we heard about them being on and off this project at all, because, you know, this just came up now. Um, so they're like, okay, by the way, but we're going to announce something new and as soon as we announce it, just want you to know we had other writers. We already got rid of them. We we, we don't even want to deal with that later. We're not going to fire Stephen Knight. Fingers crossed. Please, baby Jesus, don't fire Stephen Knight. <laughs> that would be incredible if, you, if, if they just kept him. Because I think he's going to do a good job. Hopefully they just took care of business right from the get-go. We'll so need they, a lot of subtitles, you know. though. We will need a lot of subtitles. That's very, it's very... I watch everything with subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. Me too. Yeah, exactly. We're old people, right? I like to know what's going on. Yeah. I can see the characters' names. I don't like it when they whisper. <laughs> when they whisper, I don't hear what they say. A lot of movies and TV shows nowadays, like the sound mix, I don't know. Sometimes well, it's, no, just, it's, it's just not because mixed very well. And 
Peaky Blinders, their accents are so heavy. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got the. Yeah. the but is the that the writer thing. or is that the director? Because I don't think that's a Stephen Knight thing. Oh, no, that, I, was, wait, I was just oh, making wait. a joke because you know he was. Yeah, Although, I think Stephen Knight is the director as well, isn't he? Huh? Of Peaky Blinders? Yeah. Peaky now I'm gonna Google it. Hold on. A if second. anything, they should cast Killian Murphy as the bad guy in Ray's movie. It would Ooh. be good. Yeah, I'd like to see Killian Murphy in a Star Wars movie, actually. Yeah. Definitely. As, he would be as great. A, Sith, a Sith Lord or something like that. That would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just like an alien, you know, uh, I forget what the like rogue company is because there's Sith, there's Jedi, and then there's like this pirate, space pirate, you know, whatever that group yeah. is called of, you know. Also, yeah, like Steve, a, like Stephen smuggler, Knight. bounty hunter. Yeah. Something, just a yeah. quick thing. Stephen Knight was not the director of the show, but he was the showrunner, which is a pretty big deal. For, right. I guess well, showrunner and writer. Yeah. For a show that's basically a director. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. So it is a, his call for characters sounding muffly with the British accents. They all talk like that. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Um, well, then, gentlemen, any last thoughts on this one before we move on to our second movie? No, just this of the three, I'd say this is the one I'm looking forward to the least yeah. because I I'm ready for new stuff and I feel like this is dipping back into the familiar. Um, you know, but I don't know, we'll see as as more info comes out about it, but it is of the three I'm the least excited about. It. Weirdly enough, I'm this is second on my list for some reason. Our next topic here is last on my list and we will discuss it very soon. We got the Dave Filoni to direct a Star Wars movie. Uh, this comes to us from MovieWeb. Filoni's film will serve as a culmula- culmination of The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka, showcasing the war between the Imperial Remnant and the New Republic. That's all the quote had to say, which I, I think we already talked about this earlier, that it's going to be versus Thrawn and, and whatnot. Um, the reason why this is on the, the end of my list is because I just feel like they're copying the Avengers. I feel like they're just trying it because they're like, oh, if you've, if it worked for Marvel, we should do it too. It better be good. I mean, I don't know. We already disliked Boba Fett. We didn't, we're not, we're kind of disliking Mandalorian season three right now, which is kind of sad. Like I'm enjoying it, but it's just not as good as the first two seasons, you know? Um, Ahsoka, I haven't seen it yet, so we can't really judge that, judge that until, you know, it comes out. But I'm just kind of hoping it ends up really cool. Not to mention Filoni is, this is his first ever film that he's ever going to direct. Uh, man, super lucky bastard gets to direct a Star Wars movie first. Can you believe that? Um, so I'm well, hoping he, he worked his way up. I mean, he, he did started his way up in animation, you know, show ran Clone Wars Rebels, and then he kind of transitioned over to live action, but under the tutelage of John Favreau with the Mandalorian and stuff, and doing all continuing to do stuff in the Mandalorian verse. I mean, I think it makes sense that now here's it's just like he's taking the baby steps, you know, so mm-hmm. now he's directing a live action. Aren't some of the episodes of uh, Mandalorian like almost feature length? I, I, I don't know per se. All yeah, of them are, but some are pretty long, but I, like I thought close gonna, to like 50, 50 minutes, 60 minutes. Yeah, close like, to I, I thought yeah. you were going to ask, aren't some of the episodes of the Mandalorian directed by uh, Dave Filoni. Well, which yeah, there, some there of were them are. a couple. Yeah. So he's cut, he's been cutting his teeth on live action directing yeah. already. Mm-hmm. But I will say they're not. This move reminds me less of the MCU and more of um, WB's fray of their Final Crisis TV movie event that they oh. did with all their TV shows. Yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yes. Yeah. So I think this is kind of in that 
uh, area, but at least this movie is going to probably get to theaters instead of just being on streaming exactly. or something. So. Yeah, this is the, the crossover won't be just like an episodic special. The crossover no. will be a feature yeah. film, a theatrical feature film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the culmination of all this, the Mandoverse, I guess, right? Mandalorian, yeah. Boba Fett, Ahsoka. Well, the does that, does that does that does that mean since does that mean we'll get some skeleton crew in there too since that's supposed to be around the same time period i don't know maybe maybe not I mean, ne- yeah. maybe not necessarily skeleton crew could very well be its own separate thing well yeah you don't want to that's the problem with having things exist in the same time producers may or may not push well this should be this should be yeah. in here somewhere or make an appearance because we Let's want it to stay relevant here. We yeah. want it to be, you know, a part of the universe and people are going to wonder about this. So let's throw it in there. Let's not worry about if it makes sense or not. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, they, they're they guilty of that, you know, because they like, we got to have that one cameo from, you know, the little guy. The little guy shows up. <laughs> the Ugnot? <laughs> I mean, the yeah, the, the Ugnot. <laughs> Bring the Ugnot in here. Bring and he's got to be voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> I'm the trash man. I'm the the trash man. Hey, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I, I I'm gonna wait and see how Ahsoka does, and if the hype really does build up through throughout that show, maybe then I'll bump up this movie to number two for me. Yeah. But, uh You know, at, at the moment, I'm just kind of like I'm trying to breathe easy around there, this film. There, there's still so much they have to build up to. It seems like. I mean, we still got some mando like i mean season three uh, uh john favreau has already said he's worked on season four season four is either being written or has been written already and there's and a then, time jump for season four it's not going to be oh really you know, yeah it's going to okay. be like i forget how it's going to be closer to um the seventh movie the i see yeah uh, oh wow Rankings. okay okay so we got that. We got Ahsoka. We don't know if that'll set up anything further, if there'll be a season two of that. But then I don't know is what's happening with Boba Fett. I don't know if there'll be a season two of Boba Fett, but he'll probably no. come back. Yeah. <laughs> no. he'll, they'll probably end up just popping him up, popping him into other things. Just uh, turn Ahsoka him into or... a bounty hunter again, and then it'll be good. But it they don't have like, some setup because we don't know what this this culmination, this film is like. What is what? Is, what are we building towards that this film needs to uh, justifiably exist? So, and we still don't know any of that yet. We don't have any kind of inkling of like, well, how can how can this story all come together with all these different shows? So, mm-hmm. I feel like they still have a lot of setting up to do, and I don't know when this movie is coming out, but. I know one of the movies they have kind of on the docket, like a date, is like some sometime in 2029. Mm. So mm. I don't know if maybe if people are still interested. It'd be long yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's so long from now. My God, uh, I think one in like 2025, another in 2026 or 27, and then one in 2029. That's not a real year. <laughs> I thought I heard that they were trying to like the Mando and Grogu story will end with this movie. Mm. So. There's only mm. one way it can end. It's mean, <laughs> dying. The <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, we, we all know that eventually Pedro Pascal's character will die 
and then we're gonna have to have an adult Grogu in the future at some point, you know. And is it gonna, gonna be like in uh, <laughs> Clone Wars where Grogu picks up Mando's helmet like Boba did his dad? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, he, and then he becomes a warlord in yeah. Tatooine. <laughs> but he's like still um, talking like a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Like he just starts shooting people. <laughs> he's got like a little baby Grogu gun. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> he shoots it with the Force. Um, yeah, so I, I think you know. Again, I'll I'll give this movie a shot. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say it's gonna be bad. I just you know I'm trying to keep myself my energy tempered, I suppose, with that one. But uh, we do have another movie here, uh, our third Star Wars film, which is James Mangold's Star Wars movie. Mangold, currently working with Lucasfilm on this year's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, will direct a film about the emergence of the Force and the first Jedi in a setting no less than 25,000 years before the events of the original movie trilogy. The name of the, of the movie at the moment is said to be Star Wars Dawn of the Force. Um, also, let me just make sure I'm not missing anything here. Uh, da, 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 da. Nope, that's it. That's it. I, I was almost going to read into Indiana Jones, which is our surprise movie for the next oh. thing here. Um, but yes, Star Wars Dawn of the Force. What do you guys think about this? I mean, I don't, that's like, how is an egg made? Let's, let's, you know, I don't really need to. <laughs> do you, do you feel like this is very much like in the same vein as the solo movie where people kind of made the argument of i don't want to see solo his origin like i just want to see the badass han solo already like i don't need to know how the magic is made just you know give it to me do you do any of you guys feel that way or do you think this is an interesting thing i mean i i, I think i yeah i would say i feel like that because it's just like you're taking more of the mystery away from it plus the way in this sequel trilogy that you introduce new i mean obviously people were saying no those powers existed before i was like okay whatever i don't care uh <laughs> but you know if you explain it if you said it a certain way in this movie then you can't add anything add any new ability down the line because you just set a precedent for how the force works and stuff so that's dangerous to do there's I a mean, fine line that's for sure yeah so I, you know, I just, uh, I, yeah, personally, I don't really care how it works. I mean, I find it interesting The there can only be two and then, but that doesn't make sense because the old Republic, there was like 50 Sith, you know? So it's, I, I, yeah, it's, it's like, like the, the are, are, you, are you talking about like the rule of the Sith kind of thing? Like, well, yeah, the rule of the Sith. And I was like, obviously that works in the balancing of the force. And I was like, okay. So well, I don't think we'll see anything because this is the the beginnings of it all. Because the rule yeah. of the Sith comes way, way later. Yeah, is it going to be that... like Naruto? He splits into nine, you know, fun... <laughs> language. <laughs> He's the sage of six paths, you know. Like, <laughs> sorry. Um, no, I mean that. I mean, I'm gonna be like the pushing my my glasses up, like, oh, the rule the rule of two actually took place after the the old republic, uh, because uh, that's when all the Sith killed each other and realized right. that they had to do two uh, per per, per oh, Sith. So there you go, there you go. Yeah, that's that's the answer to that. But also, the this kind of story reminds me a lot of uh, Legend of Korra. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Legend of Korra before, but they have they had an episode that was the origin of the Avatar and how he came to gain all the power that he did and whatnot. And I found that so fascinating because the world of Avatar finds a way to make it all about like, you know, martial arts and chi and stuff like that. Um, and I think when I hear that from Star Wars, Star Wars has a lot of like 
religious vibes to it with Bushido way and you know the 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 samurai and whatnot. So I think there's a really cool idea that's up my alley at least in things that I'm interested in. Um, that's why this one's on the top of my list <laughs> because I'm a nerd and I love that kind of stuff, man. Why don't you read your books, nerd? You know what? Maybe <laughs> I will read my 3,500 Star Wars books, <laughs> which I'm <I've> canonical. <laughs> Oh God. God. Truth be told, I tried to read one book about Bosk when I was in high school and I fell asleep after 10 pages because I, I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do it. But uh, Raul, how about you? How do you feel about all this? I'm actually, this is the one I'm the most excited about, honestly. Hey. This is, I want to see this. I, I know there's like the whole thing about like, yeah, you don't want to take the mystery away, but it is so different to me. The idea of we're going to see the origin of the Jedi, the Sith, the force. Um, it's just going to be such a different movie. And they've described it as like, what, an epic? Like yeah. a biblical epic. Uh, a biblical Kathleen epic. Kennedy has has gone on record to describe it as a biblical epic. And I don't know. That's just so fascinating to me. And not just that, but James Mangold is attached. And James Mangold is, you know, I've loved all the stuff. Ford v. Ferrari, 310 to Yuma, Logan. I mean... Mm. Um, I've loved all the stuff he's done and I'm really hoping that Dial of Destiny is going to be good. We'll talk yeah. about my feelings on that on that trailer, <laughs> but I'm really hoping it's going to be good and I really just love the stuff that James Mangold has done. And if you know anything about James Mangold and how he operates, he's kind of his own guy. Like he if you're going to get James Mangold to do a project for you, you better be prepared to let him kind of do his thing because he likes to be the writer, the director. He likes to be kind of his own, uh, you know, creative force and not really let a lot of people interfere. Um, and also, I mean, he's staying in the Lucas fan, the Lucasfilm family. So I'm hoping the fact that they've got him for this project means that they've seen something in Indy five, possibly that gives them the confidence to be like, okay, we like this guy. We like what he's done in Indy 5. Let's have him do this project. So just the idea that James Mangold is attached, that plus, I, I don't know. I just, I want to see the origin of the four. I want to see this, you know, Star Wars universe, thousands and thousands and thousands of years in the past, because that's just something we haven't seen before. What does that look like? I really want to see that. Are so, there still lightsabers in the beginning? Or were they just like, they just had sticks and they fought each other with sticks? Just floating rocks Maybe around. we'll find out how they forged the lightsabers for the first time. Maybe. Oh, and then yeah. Puritans are like, witch, hey, burn him. Burn the witch. <laughs> they would just, they would just uh, toss kyber crystals at each other. They kind of like a, like an old school slingshot. Like they Gator burn a lot. They would just, they would sling, you know, kyber crystals at people. That's how they would, that was yeah. pre lightsabers. This is how I imagine the scene of the guy who, discovers it and he's got the force and he's talking to a friend he's like hey see that thing over there watch this and he just <laughs> pulls it to his hand he's like all right like, <laughs> we don't have to get up from our seats ever again <laughs> look what i discovered bro except except instead of sounding like that they'll be like ooh, 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 oh, oh yeah is, is that how far we're going <laughs> yeah that's how far we're going we're going I mean, this is going to be the, the beginning like the beginning scene of 2001 <laughs> space odyssey <laughs> <laughs> it's just george lucas it, it zooms <laughs> it zooms into his head and then it's you the see. scalp of george lucas 25,000 years ago ah, <laughs> i found it oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that's a good idea yeah, they just, they're just throwing kyber crystals at each other. <laughs> I 
That's kind of the way uh, I've always envisioned it. You know, I, I do think that'd be really interesting, though, to see, like, the aliens of this current day and age, like, what they looked like 25,000 years ago. Like, the, will, will Ewoks look different? Will uh, Bosk's uh, race of species look different as well? What about the Darth Maul types? Like, what are they going to look like back then? Um, there's so much to explore, and I love that. Jesus, uh, Bosk will Jesus be there? Beard? Like a Jesus, Jesus Bosk bearded <laughs> Bosk. He Who turns... He... <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talks. He just yeah. he just hisses at everybody. Because yeah. he's a lizard guy. That's, yes. Oh, know. Jesus Bosk, <laughs> tell us your ways. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, I, I think this has really, really, really cool chance of being an incredible story. And again, something we've been saying over and over in this episode today is, you know, the idea of timelines that are not in our rebel area era anymore no longer like they can do whatever they want now new characters new planets anything they want to show us that's brand new i can't wait to see it i swear to god if there's like a oh have you seen the prophecy yes someone named skywalker at the end of the movie I i'm gonna be like come on like they cast christopher lloyd in something <laughs> oh dear great scott oh have you well, seen the prophecy he is a Mandalorian. They dug me up out of out of the grave. They're making appearance on Mando season three. I was a Mandalorian. Now I'm in the Delorean. I don't know what to do. That part where I fell down the ground, I really did that. I didn't think. That episode, it was definitely like, and I would have gotten away with it. Yeah. <laughs> One for you, Mandalorian kids. <laughs> That's too good. I mean, listen, Mandalorian, as much as we've been crapping on season three, they it has given us some pretty cool little Easter eggs here and there. Um, all I'll say is, you know, Jack Black. No, enough said. That's all. Sorry, mm. Raul. Very big spoiler for you. I've Jack Black, Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Chad is doing the thumbs down for all you listeners. So. I, we'll see. I got to see it, and then I'll make He's my going, own uh, judgments about it. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> well then we got our final special last minute movie that's not star wars related but it is lucasfilm as we mentioned it is indiana jones 5 our new trailer came out for it we got this from the hollywood reporter here's a quote it says littered in classic indie moments the trailer and footage featured tuk tuk races around dusty moroccan streets jones riding a horse through a new york street parade and jumping out of a burning plane with waller bridge who describes him in the film as an aging grave robber and a scene with a giant rolling boulder keeping the film series ongoing nazi theme alive the story revolves around an ancient device being chased by both jones and a villain played by mads mickelson who says hitler made mistakes and with this i will correct them all Antonio Banderas also stars in Dial of Destiny. Uh, this is the first Indiana Jones feature not to be directed by Steven Spielberg, who helmed four installments, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, The Last Crusade, and The Crystal Skull. Dial of Destiny picks up with Indiana Jones at age 70. Ford is 80 in real life, and the film will acknowledge that this is an older, warier character. I wanted to follow Harrison's own lead and simply deal with it straight on, Mangold previously told The Hollywood Reporter. It's not just a movie about a hero in his twilight years who is called back into action. It's more than just that his bones might ache, it's that his soul might ache, or that some of his optimism or sense fitting, sense fitting into the world might have evaporated. So we're going to get an even more depressing Indiana Jones. How delightful is that? Raul, let, I want to hear your thoughts, because I, I know you mentioned you, you had some thoughts about all this. What well, I got? mean, I, 
Well, it's it's very well on record that Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite film of all time. I love the indie series, um, all three of them, and I am really uh, I'm looking forward. Ever since I heard that James Mangold was taking over uh, doing Indy Five, uh, I I've, I've one of the things I I'll say the first trailer. Um, I had certain issues. It looks fun. It looks like, but it just didn't feel like indie to me because it didn't have that grit that I feel like an indie film usually has. Uh, and the fourth one definitely didn't have that. That was one of the reasons I had a problem with Crystal Skull. It just felt too clean and, and CGI-ish and whatever. And so I'm not feeling that with the trailers in this one, especially because I had it in my head that, well, James Mangold's directing it. He's done like Westerns. He's done Logan. I mean, those movies have like a gritty look to them, you know, even just from a uh, cinematography standpoint. So that was my thoughts on the first trailer. I'm still hoping it's going to be good. Second trailer, odd musical choices. The, 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 I was not expecting. So the trailer starts and then you, they, they play sympathy for the devil, Rolling Stones over it. Yeah. I, I, I that was an odd musical choice. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like if, if, and then, oh yeah. And then, and then midway through the trailer, they do like the, the mashup, right? They start to bring the indie theme into sympathy for the devil. And it made it even worse for me. I was like, no, no this does not fit at all this is not a good mashup if that's where you're trying to go i think if i were to take the music out of it and just look at the imagery it looks really fun and i'm i'm i it gets me excited just looking at the just looking at what's i just think they should have done something different with the music just give us the just give us the regular indie theme just give us the plain full-blown indie theme well, you don't gotta overthink it with the 60s music. I get it. It takes place in the 60s. Why do you gotta put Rolling Stones in there? It's just like, it's so jarring because that's not what you think of when you think of indie, you know? Um, so it was just weird. It just caught me off guard. And I'm sure maybe with different music, it would have worked better for me. But I don't know. I'm still holding out hope that it's that it's gonna be good. It was That was just really it. It was just the music. Funny enough, I think Harrison Ford would also be like, why the hell are we listening to this Rolling Stones crap? Yeah. You know that's a, a that's I mean, definitely what be, Indiana Jones would say. <laughs> he'd be lighting a doobie, though. To, like, <laughs> oh, man, college. this brings me back. Yeah. That's the devil's crap. I remember my college days. <laughs> high school days. Ted, how about you? How do you feel about this new trailer? Uh, You know, I... I'm... <laughs> There's this one shot that really bothers me that they keep using. It's where they, he rears up on this horse. Yeah. You know, you know and oh, it's just the like the fakest guys. face. Like, <laughs> like, here I am. Not, that's not, that's like the worst deep fake I've ever seen. Like, Even the de-aged de Harrison Ford shots look better than that shot. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with those shots. It's just like they keep using it. And it's just like, okay. Just get rid of um, it in the trailer. But I... I hope that this is good. Obviously, got burnt by the last one. Right. You know, uh, the 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 CGI monkeys with Shia, <laughs> and then the the fridge, the nuke, the nuke. You know, yeah. surviving in a fridge, and then the UFOs. Like with UFOs, now it's a sci-fi. I just, you know, okay, let's stick to like what we know. Nazis, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's supernatural elements, but like not sci-fi so i think that this looks, seems like a return to form and i hope it sticks the landing but you know 
what is there, so guarded what, what is the MacGuffin in this what is the I, dial of destiny the di- i think what it's going to be time travel and oh because that's why the guy's like oh i could fix hitler's mistakes right. well that makes sense right uh, time travel but also it's it, from that trailer it seemed like um the way he's like i've been looking for this all my life and maybe he wants to fix something in his past i'm not sure what sure, exactly yeah. but that's like sense. what i see i mean i i've been hearing inklings of like people who have seen the movie the they're kind of, they weren't great but like i'm i'm not gonna get my hopes up because like time travel can be um wonky yeah um if you that's why i'm hoping like those scenes we saw in the past are just flashbacks and not them going back to yeah do something because now we're going back to sci-fi again rather than just like religious relics yeah yeah that's where it's it's strongest exactly movie is it wasn't you know otherworldly it was this world and it's you know unleashing evil or something exactly so that's why I'm worried because it's time travel, oh, but also time travel. Okay, no, now I'm not excited at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Plus, I had no idea. Oh, that's what the dial is. Yeah. Plus, uh, the goddaughter situation. I thought she was the daughter of the British guy from the original trilogy. Is he not? I, well, I thought so. The apparently from that trailer, her the, the her dad is um, I forget the actor's name, but he's on the train who accidentally shoots Indy. In the oh, Toby, he, Toby Jones' character? Yes, Toby Jones. So Toby oh. Jones is, unless he's playing another version of that character, like Marcus is Marcus. the name of the character. Oh. But I don't know the name of his character in this. So this can, could be a completely new character, which I'm like, well, then there's no really nostalgic, like, why yeah. is the god, you know. I, I thought I, she was supposed to be Marcus's daughter. That's I don't know what where I, I, I don't, I don't know why I thought that. Did I make that up? or did No, I because she's British. And he's <laughs> yes, simply because that's, she's that's simply why, yeah. That's what yeah, happened with British. Imagine a uh, uh, short round taking off his cap, his baseball cap, and then putting on the indie hat, and he becomes the new. Oh, I'm like, yeah, fifty-five-year-old new Indiana Jones character. Hey, I'm. Uh, he, he Harrison Ford's in his eighties. Do you guys think? Do you guys think Hitler's mistake was that his paintings were all wrong and that's why Matt Smithlison's gonna go back in time? He's gonna go back and correct. <laughs> He's gonna be like A plus. He's like, if you just dab right here on the blue, you, your paintings would be perfect. <laughs> Makes him stop the war. Like the war is over. No World War Two. No one bought his paintings because they sucked. No. <laughs> he could have been much richer. So much richer. I will help him. Now, last question, though, is what do you guys think Antonio Banderas is doing in this movie? Like, what is he, the big He has a him? ship that gets him to the place where they need to go. He's like, Indy, <laughs> I'm glad to see you. And then we'll take you to your destination. That'll be it. And then you get the, the map with the boat traveling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're definitely going to have the map scene, yeah. And Antonio Banderas gets to do it. What a great man. Well, I mean, I, I would assume he might tag along for a bit. Maybe he'll get into a fight because I think they would use him in that sense because he does a lot of action stuff mm. that he can be useful in a, you know, brawl of some sort. So I, I don't know. We'll see if uh, that comes into play. I just, but. man, I I hope it's good. I really do. It's it's hard. Like like you said, Ted, I've, I've been burned. I've been burned with uh, Crystal Skull and... You know, Raiders is like my favorite movie of all time. So it holds a very special place in my heart. So I'm very nervous, but at the same time, I'm excited because I know it's James Mangold, but at the same time, I, you know, it's, 
I'm just holding my breath. <laughs> Raul, that's just the thing, man. You gotta have faith. You gotta have faith <laughs> in James Mangold, all right? This man has made so many incredible movies. Okay, Logan, uh, the, the Rush one, that's the, the one. one. The, the other one, you Ford know the ones. Ford me Ferrari. It's gonna be incredible. He's and, a golden uh, goose, that's, that's why, <laughs> his last name. I will say, Logan, like, that's, you know, him stepping into an existing property and giving us something totally new. Yeah. And so if that is a framework, then yeah. I have faith. Well, in he's it's started, a no-brainer he, he the, that he's going to end up doing a new Star Wars movie. Well, he also did reason. The Wolverine. I mean, that was his first movie um, with, with Oh, Wolverine. yeah, that was. The Wolverine, where so they go hit to... hit miss is what you're saying. Yeah. We don't talk <laughs> about that one. <laughs> so he, so he missed like, with The Wolverine. Eh, six to one. Who cares? I, I actually like The Wolverine. I, I thought that... I, I, did, I, I, I did, too. Six to one, six to one. It's fine. The ratio's good. No, Logan. (laughs) How much? Well, how do you think with this uh, going back, jumping back to the the uh, the Star Wars movie that Mangold's doing? Do you think we'll see Hugh Jackman show up? No, he's worked with Hugh Jackman three times because he also directed Kate and Leopold. Oh, Oh. what would be great if he is he brings in uh, um, Patrick Stewart to Star Wars because (laughs) from Star Trek to Star Wars. (laughs) He goes, mm-hmm. may the force be with you, and just does the Star or, Trek hand signal. Yeah. <laughs> or if they... That's he, how he, he force pushes. He pushes with his Star Trek hands. Patrick Stewart gets to be like a C-3PO type. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I'll just be like, I don't believe. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't do a Patrick Stewart. Is that Alfred from... Patrick Stewart. The, yeah, that's my... There you go. I was in Star Wars, and we were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off, but the whole space, we get sucked out. I failed you. I failed exactly. you, Captain Kenobi. Six years. Six years. Well, then, gentlemen, some last deserving mentions that we got here also are the uh, Tales of the Jedi Season 2 Andor Season 2 was also announced, and Bad Batch Season 3 was announced. Uh, are, are there any of these three that, like, pique you guys' interest that you guys want to talk about? Uh, wait, you said Tales of the Jedi Season 2? Yes. Oh, okay. I I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch Season 1, so I still got to check that out. I hear I've heard good things. It's incredible. It's a bit but of a from... shit adventure. Oh really? Okay. I mean, half of them are like okay, and then ha- the the Dooku stuff I will yeah. say is Dooku stuff is like incredible. Yeah, That's I, the only yeah. thing I was interested in. I haven't seen it, but with the trailers, the Dooku stuff is the only thing that really garnered my interest. Mm-hmm. From the title, though, I I would say that kind of makes me uh, brainstorm, and I would love a horror. Star Wars, where it's t- like Tales from the Crypt. Here's a story of a galaxy far, far away, and then some w- random story about you know like a Rancor that uh, wants to have a regular job, but you know he's a monster and people <laughs> only see him as that. And but just, the people are the monsters. We're the not, you know, or, I don't know, something stupid like that. It's like you're you're redoing Frankenstein, but exactly Star Wars universe. I still want to see uh, Ewoks versus Bosk like show or movie uh, that's that's just me but tales of the jedi i mean it's got to have jedis in it i suppose so that's another thing oh uh i forgot to mention there's also visions season two star wars visions oh, and yeah. the first season they were they hired all the best anime studios in japan to tell their own stories uh but now season two from what i've heard they're not just reaching out to Japanese animation companies, but they're also reaching out to everybody worldwide. So they're supposed to, they're supposed to be like a, a company from India that's working with them, a company from Japan, a company company from like Germany, uh, mm. Africa. Like there's just different 
animation studios from different cultures that are telling the next season of Visions. Aardvark Studios, who does uh, Wallace and Gromit, They're, they have a segment in that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it going to be Claymation, too? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, Claymation. that's awesome. Oh, that's pretty it's, cool. It's in the trailer, yeah. It looks, it looks pretty interesting. Uh, that's like cool. any anthology, there's, you know, it's 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 fun to, to watch them, but some of them you forget, but some of them are really interesting. So I think that seeing Claymation Jedi, I think, is going to be pretty cute. And there's also, there there's a cartoon... Our buddy uh, Piat Michael, a voiceover guy, mm. uh, is voicing Yoda in this like Disney kids show, and he's yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Cool. God, you know, ever since Disney has acquired Star Wars, I've seen so much Lego Star Wars TV shows everywhere. Especially it's if you go on like the Disney much. Plus channel. Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's a lot I'm, of I'm, Lego Star. I'm Wars. tired of seeing Lego Star Wars. No, uh, the droids <laughs> one is canon apparently. Oh, really? Recently. Yeah, that that's what I remember hearing that the droids. Lego show was uh, canon. Dear, dear God, what have we done? Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to squeeze every last drop out of this timeline, damn it. <laughs> we paid billions of dollars. We're going to get Unlimited it Unlimited money across I the was, whole time. Unlimited <laughs> money. Here's a, I will say this, going back to just tying everything all together, Chad, you're saying that we they paid billions of dollars. That's the thing. They paid billions of dollars to make movies you know like this the shows are all good i mean but you know those are all fine and good but you know disney bought star wars from lucas because they wanted to make movies and then after a while it's just like the it's what 2019 was the last star wars movie we had and so you know coming back and it sucked <laughs> and it sucked you know so i don't know i i'm glad to see that they're actually kind of they seem a little more committed to keeping, making good on that investment and keeping, continuing the films um, because for a while it was like kind of a drought. And the thing, what I, what I think, what I like about the announcements in this Star Wars celebration versus the last Star Wars celebration is it seems like they had more put together before they announced things, right? Yeah. Versus last year where they just announced something and it was very kind of, well, Taika Waititi's doing something. We don't know what, but he's writing a Star Wars movie. Or like just that, those kinds of announcements were just so hollow last year. And they, Well, they, was no, really I was excited. Behind. I was so excited uh, for Patty Jenkins' uh, Rogue Squadron because I was like, I love the games back in the day. Mm. And I was like, like, you can imagine a Top Gun type of like movie where it's all fighter pilots and they're, you know, on a mission of some sort. But I was like, that's interesting. You don't see that part of it of just the pilot. They're always like coming in to save the day or something like that. But you never see like a squadron, you know, have to defend or or an attack a position other than like the big events of like a Death Star or something. But like, you know, I I, I would have loved to see um, that come to fruition. But obviously that won't right. be anymore. So. And then Wonder Woman '84 came out. Yeah, that kind of went down. Oh man, that was never mind. I'd say that that Mandalorian season three has, if they've brought us anything good, they have had a lot of really good space battles, and so it's been kind of feeding me because I haven't been able to enjoy a, a Rogue Squadron movie. So thank you for that, Mandalorian season three. That would be great, like a Top Gun in space. Yeah, Top Gun in space. Get, bring bring Tom Cruise in. He'll fly. language. Knock it out of the park. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> really quick, Kathleen Kennedy also did say in an interview that 
They have not shelved Rogue Squadron. They've said she said they've not done anything with it yet. That it's not it's not on the calendar, but nothing is ever completely. It, they just keep thrown adding away. other shit though. Yeah, you know, like you've yeah, already added ever. a bunch of shit that's not going to happen. Right yeah. now, I hope to God that the things that they've announced today that we've talked about, none of it will get canceled. In a perfect world, I think hopefully I've, Bob Iger, who's you know our current CEO, will be like, no, no, no. Everything stays. We're keeping if, everything. No firing anybody. If any of this does get canceled, I won't be surprised. But at the same time, I feel a little bit more confident about coming out of this Star Wars celebration that I feel a little more confident that things won't be canceled. Yeah. Not like it did last year. Yeah, or they'll just year. gaslight and be like, we never we never said that was going to be made. <laughs> Ryan, what are you talking? Oh, why Ryan Johnson excited? trilogy? What? <laughs> Who said that? Ryan Johnson a trilogy? Why did we do that? That's insane. That's dumb. That's <laughs> Meanwhile, no Ryan Johnson that. is going out there saying, yeah, I'm still working on it. But but again, they, they <laughs> have Kevin said. Kevin is like, I don't know what he's talking about. It, it has been definitely, yeah, what, what Raul just said, it has been reported just recently that Ryan Johnson's project is not currently active. So it's safe to assume that that's their code word for saying we're slowly just getting rid of it altogether, yeah, which yeah. I think most Star Wars fans are going to be like, yeah, you know, but I hope I hope that does go that route, because if we end up getting another Ryan Johnson trilogy, then God help us all. Well, like I'll say this. I like Ryan Johnson's movie. Some of his other movies. It's yeah. just the fact that he didn't follow the like what other people wanted. He did his own thing and that you can't do. And when it's a set even yeah. though the the whole movie was, I mean, the whole three movies weren't really written out. But the fact is, you can't go the opposite route that right. other people want you to go. And then, it, well, I mean, it, also that he he could have, but I mean, also not just him, but JJ didn't lay any out lay out any kind That's of blueprint true too. either. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying it's like it's not one per it's not one person's fault or another. It was a whole bunch of different things. But the, whoever was working on the third film already had like a script. Well, actually, let me, let me, make, a, Trevorrow, yeah. let me yeah. make a correction, though. J.J. Uh, Abrams did give Ryan Johnson a blueprint saying how the trilogy is supposed to go because he didn't want to deal with it himself. But Ryan Johnson was like, mm, let me take your ending and just put that in my movie. And then that's kind of what kind of messed yeah. everything up was that then you have to do a third movie and just retcon some stuff from the second one. Ah, this is a whole mess. Yeah. And you know, you know the rest. Kathleen Kennedy starts firing directors left and there, right, there and anyone like you can't make a movie just like um, oops, snuck that by him. Like nobody was checking <laughs> in on this thing. Like, wait a minute, that's yeah. not the ending we wrote. Where's the cancel these shoot dates? What are you doing? <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Ryan, can we just take a peek at uh, what you got there? No, it's not. Yeah. No. Later, later. At the Get premiere. your hands off my screen. Anyway, at, at the premiere. You'll see it when everyone sees it. <laughs> it's a surprise. What and, is this? And to think this is all happening with a magnifying glass looking deep into George Lucas's cranium right now. That's all that we've been given, you guys. Oh, but that would be cool if each is... Well, the movie, the whole movie series zooms out and it's him playing with Jar Jar on his couch. Going, oh, Misa like it. Oh, no. It's funny because you know George has, doesn't care about it. Like if you ask no. him, hey, George, what do you think about Celebration? All the announcements. Oh, where they had a Celebration? What was that? When, uh, well, I kids. mean, they pushed him away, out too. So he's like, well, all right, then I just won't care. Oh, anymore. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> he's got a oh, poor guy with his $6 billion. Like, I... Well, no, but like he, he does the... care about the property. It's just like 
he can't do anything about it because right. no, he's, even he's, when he was on set, they were like, yeah, 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 okay. You know. <laughs> That's cute, Thanks, George. George. We'll, we'll, we'll consider your thoughts. But no, yeah. I don't think uh, we would do that with the... Yeah, he, he they, yeah. they did kind of push him out. So it's like, That's yeah, why, why should he care at this point? Yeah, the main the main thing I just hated was they broke my heart with uh, Luke. You you don't do that. You can't. Yeah. It doesn't make sense what they did with him. Not at all. Tossing the lightsaber. Tossing the lightsaber. Oh, God. Like, I could have done fine with the rest of The Last Jedi if Luke was like Luke from Return of the Jedi. If he was, you know, but no. Oh, yeah. Old wizened versions like yeah no, we actually had an identity crisis anyways we could talk about that <laughs> yeah no i would go for hours on oh star wars celebration brings we all, all the love. we all know the internet and everybody has had these conversations <laughs> yeah. over and over again they should just just call, start calling it star wars language because that's yeah. like nobody <laughs> is celebrating it's a celebration of all of our mistakes <laughs> even though <laughs> i saw a thing of sam whitwer the voice of uh darth maul and yeah yeah he, yeah. Vo- he works with you know lucasfilm a lot and he even says he's not a fan of last jedi because yeah. of that one reason of how luke was portrayed he's like yeah the he was willing to die to save his dad there's no way he would have drawn his lightsaber on his his like nephew to, he mm-hmm. would have tried to you know peacefully save him that you know that would have been child's play for him to save yeah. you know so that's why it's just like yeah no it's not yeah. believable at all that's why I think they should make a Luke Skywalker being a, a teacher, Master Jedi, teaching his Padawans so that we could flesh out the Knights of Ren and actually give us a real fleshed out reason as to why I Luke know, became the way get, he Let's became. be done with it. I yeah, know, it's, it's, but it's done and gone. On. It's no, like, let's, it's like let's, let's open the wound again and no, let it, you know, cauterize it a little bit. Sprinkle the salt. They probably, yeah. No, let's, <laughs> let's move. I like that we're going the the James Mangle that let's go thousands of years and past. Let's go, you know, let's expand. I like this. <laughs> All right, then. Well, with that, you guys, we made it to the end. Thanks Ooh. for listening, everybody. You can follow us on Instagram at Real Geek News. You can also follow our separate handles on Twitter and Insta at Kevin A. Rivera VO and Raul Ceballos VO. Chad, where can our fellow geeks find you? You can find me on Instagram at gchadwickcook, and also uh, check out my podcast, Enter the Nerddom. Heck yeah! Uh, right. Where you follow, we're on uh, IG, I mean uh, Instagram and Twitter under the same name, Enter the Nerddom, and uh, we we just go, we cover pretty much everything under the Nerddom, you know, sphere. So it's a fun podcast. Super. It's definitely, really really definitely fun. Definitely give it a listen. Ted, how about you, my guy? Uh, you can find me at Ted Evans VO on everything TikTok. YouTube and Instagram. I deleted my Twitter because suck it, Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm so out of the loop. What's I'm, happening? I'm getting ready. I'm so close to deleting my Twitter. Uh, I don't. I, I don't miss never it. Use it. But you mentioned YouTube, but we also have a YouTube channel too. So if you want to check it out, all our episodes are up there. We even have our our uh, our movie review episodes, which we've had both Ted and Chad on. So j- definitely check those out. And uh, please hit the like, subscribe, the bell, all that stuff that everybody tells you to do. Do it. Ooh, the bell. Do it. And also, if you want to help us even more, please go on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a good five-star review. We'd really appreciate your support. It always helps us, you know, get uh, get eyes and ears on the show. Finally, want to share your passionate thoughts and opinions about movies? Any movie reviews you'd like us to do? Well, then really leave us an email at realgeeknews at gmail.com. We'll leave, uh, that's real, R-E-E-L. You see what we did there, everybody? Very nice, very nice. We'll leave all the descriptions below. With all that being said, stay safe. 
Stay classy, and most important of all... Stay geeky, my friends.